welcome to Women in Customer Success podcast. I'm Maria Skovepile, your host, and you are listening to episode number eight. Today, I'm talking to Shanta Boden, Customer Success Manager at SupplyShift. We are talking about how to leverage your background in starting a customer success career, how to lead cross-functional learnings about customer success, and very exciting one, how to maintain your CSM happiness. Have you ever heard about CSM happiness? What is it and how can you maintain it? Shanta says, as long as you're walking into your role and you feel good about it, and you feel good about a company, and you feel good about a company's mission, that really lends itself to happiness. So, let's tune in to episode number eight of Women in Customer Success podcast. Today, I'm really happy to welcome Shanta Boran, Customer Success Manager at SupplyShift. Hi, Shanta. Welcome to the show. Hi, Maria. Thanks so much for having me today. I do believe you have a wonderful career journey. How was it and what were the best learnings for you? Prior to being in customer success, um, my first career was actually in human resources. So I, I was 100% when I worked in human resources that I had found my life's work. Um, I enjoyed uh, the different types of skills that you learn in human resources. And there's actually a, a lot of variety within the human resources field to learn and grow. And it was great. It, I had a, a lot of learning, kind of evolved my career through HR. And through kind of an interesting career transition, I found myself in a customer success in HR-related SaaS organizations. Um, and have currently found a, a very happy home as Supply Shift, which is not HR-related at all. <laughs> but but that was kind of my, my way to make the transition to the customer success world. You know, I think that there's a lot of synergy between the skills that you learn in HR in terms of people management and strategy and planning that lend itself very well to a great career in customer success. It's really great to hear how you have done the chief that sounds so smoothly. You know, I wonder for, for the people out there that are potentially thinking of a career change at the moment and, you know, might be wondering whether their background is very suitable or good for customer success. What would you tell them where to start from? What were the resources you were checking? Anything that will help them navigate their current journey? Yeah, I think the first step is, is to really identify what you enjoy in your current role and how that might transition well to customer success. So so my goal with HR was really to attract, develop, and retain superstar teams in order to build superstar companies. And so I realized gradually that through a more consultative approach to HR, I could actually affect multiple companies at the same time and make more of an impact with a broader reach. And that's what really drew me to customer success was the ability to take that consultative approach, apply that to my customers, and be able to make an impact with a broader reach in that area. So this is an area that lend itself really well to those types of skills. So I always would recommend that folks look on LinkedIn, just start checking out job descriptions, find those areas where you feel passionate about your current role and how you can use that as a segue to your next role. And then just start having conversations with folks. So reaching out to different people that are in the industry, find out what makes them tick, find out what they get out of bed for every day, and start building that type of 
rhetoric and conversation with yourself and, and how you might want to make that transition um, and how you want to, uh, to tackle those roles. And, you know, I think the biggest piece of advice I can give to anybody that's looking to make those transitions is, is to just try it. You can always go back to your prior role or prior industry if you want, um, but you might really find something that's interesting to you that you'd want to leverage and, and you'd want to grow in instead. That's really wonderful, Shanta. And I wonder what makes you think? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a great question. You know, there's, there's a couple things that I'm really passionate about at Supply Shift in particular. So um, the first is that we are a SaaS company that provides supply chain visibility software. And we attack that from two angles. The first one is sustainability. And the second is risk mitigation. So Supply Shift, we have a really great mission. The insights that we gain through the software for our customers protect our customers' business, people, and the planet. Because today's customers are really different and they care about how their products are made and sourced. And we at Supply Shift believe that when properly managed, strong and resilient supply chains can change the world for the better. So that's the first piece. Um, secondly, as I mentioned before, really what I want to accomplish in my role in customer success is really similar to what I wanted to accomplish in HR. The ability to grow and develop companies that I work with and make a strong impact um, on the companies that I work with. So that's really what drives me at Supply Shift is the ability to make an impact within the companies we work with and then through that, through the world as a whole. I think that you have been in customer success for some time now, right? Even before Supply Shift. Yeah, so absolutely. What is it in customer success that gives you joy? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, I think that, you know, I, again, the ability to help our customers and, and drive value. I also really enjoy mentoring folks internally and working with folks internally. A big part of our, our role and my prior role in other companies has been being that voice of the customer internally um, and helping folks understand what makes our customers tick. So why did they approach us and what are the problems that they're trying to solve and really try to help folks internally understand the customer and, and what they're trying to do and how that relates to their jobs. So for example, you know, I, I've worked with many types of developers and developers in some cases don't typically get to talk to customers or, or see things through the customer's lens. And so part of my role that I've really enjoyed in the past is being able to bring some of that insight to them, work with them on how they can see a direct line from the work that they do every day to the impact that that has on our customers as well. I think this is really wonderful and so timely, especially as we have all seen how some whole CS organizations have been almost wiped out from the companies in the last few months. So just having an internal conversation and a platform where you can teach others and teach your colleagues what customer success is, what do you do? Why is it important? It's a wonderful platform to have. Can you tell us how did you design that type of learning, which is now probably more relevant than ever? You know, the way that it started for me was really kind of a, a grassroots type of beginning. So when I first started at a prior company, um, I paired up with an engineer and the engineer would teach me about aspects of our product and, and kind of 
the back end and how different things work because that was newer to me. And I would teach him about different things that were going on with customers and, and how customers would approach the same thing that he was working on and help him understand that lens. Eventually, some other folks got involved and, and we ended up including other people in that conversation. Eventually, what we started doing was lunch and learns with the whole company where we would bring a particular topic to the table and we would share that out with the entire organization and help facilitate that cross-functional knowledge sharing that I think is so important and so crucial in a company. I really saw that have a powerful effect in human resources when I worked in HR and tried to facilitate those conversations and was really able to help drive that in my role in customer success as well and try to, to maintain that type of cross-functional learning. Now, of course, that takes a little bit of a different shape um, right now where we have a lot of remote folks and, and people are working over Zoom, for example. And so in that case, we've seen a lot of this type of knowledge sharing being a little bit more structured and official. It's a little bit less of kind of a, a brown bag and kind of pulling folks into a conference room and more setting aside the time to have that knowledge sharing experience with other folks over Zoom or, or over another kind of communication venue. I really like how you were working in particular with developers and you were that voice of customers and they are developing product that the customers are using but may not necessarily be in touch with customers to know that. How is it really important to kind of bridge the gap between the customers and their needs and making sure that the product and development team can understand that and can, can translate those needs into the product? Yeah, I think it's really a balance. Our internal goals as a company and how we help meet our customers where they also have needs. So our, our company may have, for example, a strategic path that we're headed down. And that may be different from what one particular customer needs, especially in the SaaS area. However, you know, by asking good questions of the customer and being able to understand specifically what their need is and, and what they're trying to accomplish, in many cases, you can find a solution that aligns well to what they're looking for. And I found that that really works also for product and developers. If we can help bring that specific need that the customer is looking for, not necessarily what they the customer solution might initially be, but the need itself and what they're trying to accomplish, then in many cases, we help our product team and our engineers just do a better job on their day-to-day -day decisions and be better informed on how they work by being able to understand what the customer is thinking and feeling and what they're trying to accomplish as well. So, you know, I, I really think that there's some synergy that that flows through the entire organization when they all have a common understanding of what we're, what the customer is trying to accomplish and they can bring that knowledge to their day-to-day. -day. Absolutely. That's one of the jobs of a customer success manager, really be the voice of customers and translate their needs throughout the whole organization. What else can be done to really bring that voice to the customers, to the whole organization? Is it something that you're doing currently in Supply Shift or any other ideas how organizations should really leverage CSM's knowledge of customers internally? The first step is really finding a conduit that works for you. Um, so in the past, I've used um, more formal software such as Jira, for example, to kind of capture some of the customer's needs and be able to help translate that. In some cases, it needs to be a conversation with product managers, for example, and other folks that, that might 
have a, a good idea of what does need to influence the product roadmap. But I think that evaluating your current processes for what you have in place today and being able to have a good conduit for different types of feedback. So of course, some feedback might be something that's more strategic. Um, some feedback might be something along the lines of, you know, I would like this button changed to a different color <laughs> and being able to parse that information out and understand why the customer is asking for the button to change to a different color. And, you know, if that is something that we should consider and, and, you know, being able to put those different pieces of information in different buckets. A lot of that just comes from talking with your customer and understanding their needs and also having different ways that they can provide information into you. So MPS obviously is, is a, a very kind of broad way to understand what the customer is thinking and feeling. But when you dive into that number, what are the reasons that the customer has for providing that particular number? You know, how can you help address their needs and bring that information back to the rest of the organization in a good structured way so that the folks on the receiving end are able to really take that communication and work with it well? So how is Supply Shift changing the world to do better? How do you support your customers? We work with a very broad range of industries. So we work with folks in beauty and personal care, textiles, high-tech electronics, food and beverage, and, and retail. And our customers generally are Fortune 500 companies, give or take, that make or sell products that go on, near, or in your body. So it's really a wide range of the products. And folks in sustainability typically manage their suppliers in Excel, which is obviously pretty inefficient if you're trying to manage suppliers at a very large scale. And folks in risk, we find, generally understand who their main suppliers are. But also with the recent fallout from COVID-19, you know, we understand that sometimes there are gaping holes in the sustainability of those suppliers and what they can provide. And so our software really helps highlight problem areas through data and helps facilitate conversations with these really large organizations and the suppliers that supply to them all of these different products and helps to facilitate those conversations, how to fix the conversations. For example, if they are tracking something like climate change, you know, how are they addressing climate change and how can they do better so that the impact on the planet is less at the end of the day. So really our software helps our customers make better decisions on how to protect their business and how to protect the planet. That's really wonderful. And I'm sure you will have lots of examples of the ways that software is helping customers. One that I always find very relatable is identify where potentially could be child labor problem. Am I correct in thinking that this is also one of the areas that supply shift would help? Absolutely. Modern slavery is a, a very large problem and it's an area where many customers do come to us and have concern. We help customers identify areas of interest and modern slavery obviously is a big one. We have assessments that we provide to customers that are kind of pre-built. And so if a customer is just starting their sustainability journey, for example, and they're looking for something to get them going and in some of these areas, we have kind of templates that can help get that customer on their way. We also have customers that have been working in sustainability in areas like modern slavery a little bit more deeply, and they may come to us with kind of a general idea of what they would like to assess their suppliers on already, or they're working with other organizations, for example, to try to identify these problem areas and 
so they may need a little bit more tailored approach. And so in that case, we can work with them to design a more tailored assessment for their suppliers and help them provide a program to not only assess their suppliers, but help them improve over time. And I think that that's really where the rubber meets the road is, you know, not only just kind of finding out where these holes are, you know, where there may be, for example, an area where you need to to drill down on, but also the tools to facilitate those conversations and, and make that better. So what their suppliers can do to kind of improve their labor practices and, and how they can raise the stakes on what they bring to the table for their customer. Shanta, just the way you talk about your product speaks volumes about how passionate you are about it and how passionate you are about your customers. Being a customer success manager, you move through few companies, so you, you work with different products. How important is that passion and, and, and also knowledge of the product when you are stepping in front of your customers. If I were your customer today, you know, I would be completely bought into it for sure. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, as I said, it speaks volume. You can hear from someone's voice how passionate they are about what they are doing, which is absolutely amazing. How you develop the passion for it? What comes firstly? Do you start working with a product or do you need to almost fell in love with the company and the product even before you join them? What what was your experience? For me, it's always been company first. And I, I think that that's kind of a, a throwback to my years in HR because I feel that a company's culture is so important to your personal happiness. And so when there's some alignment with the company and the culture and the company's mission, then you personally feel a lot more tied to that organization. And CSM's role is also in a way partially selling, right? So anybody that's talking to a customer has a little bit of the sales role built into, into their job. And I feel personally that I couldn't fulfill my job if I didn't have a product that I was really passionate about. And that's really how I started in the CSM role and moving into um, SaaS companies and, and less working in in-house HR was I found areas of the products that I understood inside and out from human resources and my years working in in-house HR and how important that product was for my day-to-day -day, um, and how I could help my customers get the most out of that product as well. So that's really how it started. Obviously now with Supply Shift, this is not an HR-related product, but it's still something that I personally feel very passionate about. Sustainability and risk mitigation and protecting your business obviously is, is a little bit of a similar um, aspect to HR in the aspect of there is a, a risk mitigation component as well. But the sustainability piece really speaks to me and, and what I believe is important or what companies should be doing to help protect folks and the planet in areas like modern slavery and climate change, you know, really major issues that we're facing in the world today that companies can have a really big impact on, especially larger organizations. So for me, it's, it's always been, you know, company first and understanding the product and being able to kind of stand behind the company and the culture and, and use that as a driver to really help folks in my day-to-day. -day. So you mentioned personal happiness, which I really liked. In your previous HR experience, 
I believe you were making sure that your teams and employees are really engaged and happy. Now, as a CSM, you are in a demanding position. Long hours, uh, never-ending work, meeting customers' needs, and doing loads of work behind the scenes internally to orchestrate things to happen for your customers. So how can you get it all done and still maintain that, let's call it CSM happiness? (laughs) Yeah, it seems like almost there's less time in the day for anything, but I think really there's a couple things. The first is, again, a passion for your job and and a passion for what you do. As long as you're walking into your role and and you feel good about it and you feel good about the company and you feel good about the company's mission, um, I think that that really lends itself to happiness. Um, The second is really really having a team that you believe in. Um, And I'm really lucky at Supply Shift to have great customer success team and a great team as a whole that really is passionate about our mission. You can tell when somebody isn't engaged. I think everybody can kind of tell when somebody, a coworker is kind of mentally checked out or not as, you know, invested in what the company's mission is. And we have an amazing group of folks at Supply Shift that really bring 110% every day. And that's really a driver for, for me to do a good job for my company and for them and for my my customers as well. And also, you know, my customers are typically folks in sustainability or, or risk that are also focused on these types of issues. So the fact that what's important to me is important to them is, is also something that is a really big driver in helping me find happiness in my day-to-day job. And things get hectic and they can become confusing, but that's kind of part of working with a large customer base and, and being able to help and be creative and think of different creative solutions that help our customers on the fly. You know, it's a lot, but I really enjoy being able to bring my kind of thinking and being able to try different things with customers and help find the right solution for them with our software in order to fulfill our bigger mission with folks that also really care about our bigger mission. So that's what really brings happiness to me in my role. Well, I appreciate you sharing that really. Thank you for that. What are you doing in Supply Shift to to make it easier for everyone? Yeah, I think communication is, is the key to all of that. You know, right now where everyone is working remotely and in more disparate environments or even you know if they do have to go into the work environment every day things are pretty different um, people feel a little bit more isolated and a little bit more in their own bubble and I think that a big part of that is understanding where people are feeling that disconnect and being able to address it so personally at supply shift you know it's a little bit easier because we do have folks that understand that and are able to set up virtual meetings and virtual gatherings and get-togethers and things like that. In some cases, we're lucky enough to have some folks in the same area so we can do kind of social distancing events very safe. So we're able to kind of mitigate some of those things as well. But 99.9% of our day-to-day is remote and far away from each other. So being able to facilitate those conversations and reach out when you need help, provide pathways is for people to be able to reach out to you, I think is just as important as being able to reach out to other people as well. So just paving the way for conversations and letting people know that you're available to help them um, is something that I think is really key. Um, I've always been passionate about mentoring and, and helping folks that are just getting started on some of their journeys and their career paths, both in HR and in customer success. So being available, I think, to to help some of those conversations, help those folks feel like they're not alone and if they don't know where to start, try to help them. Guidance has been personally fulfilling for me, but 
also, I think, helpful for other folks in the organization and in my network, even outside of Supply Shift, to try to help them keep moving forward, even in this kind of weird, interesting environment that we're all faced with right now. Are you mentoring anybody at the moment? I am. I am. Yes. Um, not at Supply Shift, but this person is, you know, working toward their CSM job and, and their role and really trying to make that transition. So I've been very excited to see how they've been growing. Also someone in HR that's looking at making that transition. So I've been trying to help kind of open up some opportunities for them and give them some insights into the customer success. Well, that's really wonderful. Did you have mentors or someone who helped you out, direct you in your career so you're paying back? Absolutely. There's been so many people in my career that have helped open doors for me and helped me understand things from a different lens. And for me, mentoring is, is a lot about listening. So being able to understand what that person is going through and what that person is thinking and help guide their career in, in the way that they want to go. So it's a little bit more of, of like being a career coach, um, you know, understanding where they want to go and, and help enabling them to get where they want to be. And so that's what mentors did for me is really try to help me understand the perspective that, that they had and, and where they wanted to go in their career path. And that's really something that I wanted to pay forward for this person. And, you know, if there's other folks that are looking for a mentor and, and want another perspective, I'm happy to, to do that as well. Talking about mentors and role models, do you have anyone in customer success whom you are admiring and whom you follow? Quite a few, actually. There's a lot of super smart folks at Gainsight um, that I follow on a regular basis and also uh, a particular woman at Swiftly that is really interesting from both an HR and a customer success perspective. You know, there's a variety of people that lead and guide the paths in customer success that I've really leveraged on a day-to-day -day basis even, you know, looking on LinkedIn for different solutions. Nine times out of 10 in SaaS companies, there's somebody that has been able to address your problem. And, you know, it, it's not a matter of trying to reinvent the wheel. You know, in many cases, you can just kind of reach out with your network or look on LinkedIn or join a leadership group, for example, and be able to kind of pull their perspective and apply that. You might make a little tweak here or there to apply that to your particular situation, but typically you're able to kind of take that and, you know, not reinvent the wheel, just kind of apply that directly and lean on the experiences of others to solve the problem that you are facing today. I'm glad you brought it up. In fact, I think I recognize whom you were talking about. <laughs> I think that person was one of my guests as well, but I definitely, That's agree. Right. <laughs> I definitely agree with you that just if you go on LinkedIn in the CS world, there is so much content and great folks who are really giving out amazing content on a daily basis and we all can learn. I feel so, so privileged as well, just having the access to it. I don't know if that's in every single industry that way, but I guess we really are privileged in customer success to have that access. That's definitely a great platform to leverage. It has been so helpful to me in my career. Absolutely. Shanta, thank you so much for sharing all of your great insights with the listeners today. Where can they find you? They're interested in 
in learning more about our company, Supply Shift. We're available on the web at supplyshift.net. And if folks are interested in learning more about me or if they're looking for a mentor, please do feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn. I'm happy to you know, have those conversations with you and lend help to folks in any way I can. That's been wonderful. Thank you, Santa, for coming to the show. Thank you so much, Maria. If you enjoyed today's episode, please click on review button on Apple Podcasts and write a comment. Get in touch on LinkedIn and Instagram and suggest the role models you would like to see on the show next. Stay safe and happy. Talk to you soon. Bye.